Worship at Home, Sunday the 18th of September 2022, the 14th Sunday after Trinity. This is the second of two podcasts being recorded during the official period of national mourning following the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And so we begin with a word of prayer. Almighty God, you judge us with infinite mercy and justice and love everything you have made. In your mercy, turn the darkness of death into the dawn of new life and the sorrow of parting into the joy of heaven through our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Bible reading this week is taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 35 to 40. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and any one who comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. This is indeed the will of my Father, that all who see the Son and believe in him may have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I am the bread of life. I've preached on this passage before. In fact, I think I've made a podcast on it before. It sprung to mind recently. I was doing some spiritual director training and we were talking about metaphors. Metaphors we use for uh, sort of explaining our faith lives, our journey with God. And here is an example of Jesus using metaphor. And it's a rich one, so much to consider in the process of bread making, of hunger, of nourishment, of need. Bread is a basic, a staple. It's in the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. But in fact, as I read this passage in the context of the period of mourning, and of the communion service uh, that I'm preparing tomorrow, something different struck me. Perhaps it is because of the different context. There's always opportunity to see something new. That's why the Bible is a living, breathing uh, work. It's not a static book. And what struck me was this. It is the will of him who sent me that I should lose nothing at all that he has given me, but raise it up 
on the last day. Jesus lost nothing, nothing. That's what really, really struck me. I thought about the journey Jesus went on, all that pain, anguish, humiliation, sadness, anger and grief, not just through his own human suffering, and not just at the end on the cross, but throughout his years lived out in human frailty, his grief for a friend who died, his compassion for the poor, those who were suffering and sick, his seeking justice for the powerless. And let's not forget, he will have had times of joy also, celebrating a wedding, other life events. And in all of these experiences, Jesus lost nothing. There is a profound message for us in that, in the event of death. It feels like we have lost something. It feels like we have lost a great deal. Feels like, like we have lost someone. Whether that someone is removed from us, like the Queen, or that resonates with a death much closer to us, of a loved one. So all those memories and experiences shared together, good and difficult, nothing is actually lost. That is the message here. Because what Jesus says for himself, that it is God's will that he should lose nothing, is something that he says is available for us too. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me and anyone who comes to me I will never drive away. He's actually saying that those who come to me will receive this and he says it again. It is the will of the Father that all who see the Son and believe in him may have eternal life and I will raise them up on that last day. Jesus' life ebbed out on that cross, but he showed us God's promise that death is not an end. His death was not an end, and in that he lost nothing of that that he had been given, nothing of his relationships with the Father, nothing of the joy, nothing of the experience. Death did not defeat him. Death was not a loss. And that is the promise for us, that whatever we experience, the profound sense of loss, and Jesus knows that. He knew that when he wept after Lazarus. He knew that in his compassion for those who were grieving. But his message here is clear, that in following him and knowing him, we live with the profound sense of hope, and promise that that death is not a loss, it is not an end, because we have that promise of eternal life. Jesus lost nothing, and in him we can bring all our losses and grief before him, knowing he will shoulder it and give back 
until we also will enter that kingdom with him and discover that we have lost nothing either. Amen. And so we come to our time of prayer. Blessed are you, Lord our God, for you love us with an everlasting love. You never leave us or forsake us. You have given us your only Son for our salvation and to bring us to eternal life. Blessed are you, Lord God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, we give you thanks for those who have given their lives in the love and service of humankind. We remember today all who quietly live sacrificially so that others may enjoy the fullness of life. And we ask you to bless all who risk their lives to bring the good news to others. And we pray for any who feel that their ministry is a lonely and unrewarding task. We bless your holy name for all that you have given us in and through the life of your servant Queen Elizabeth, giving you thanks for her love of family and gift of friendship, her devotion to this nation and the nations of the Commonwealth, for her grace, dignity and courtesy, and for her generosity and love of life. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We give you thanks, Lord, for all who have offered their talents and time without questioning the cost. We pray at this time for those who work in the emergency services and for those who look after our needs and well-beings as frontline workers we ask you to bless all who are seeking to relieve poverty and oppression in the world. We praise you for the courage that Queen Elizabeth showed in testing times and the depth of her Christian faith and the witness she bore to it in word and deed. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Lord, we give you thanks for all you have given us and remember now in your presence all who are suffering in body or mind. We pray for those who are persecuted, those who are oppressed. May we help where we can to ease their pain or their troubles, sharing with them the hope and knowledge we have that in you Nothing is lost, Lord. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And so we give you thanks that through the love of Christ and his offering of himself on the cross, you have opened to us the way to eternal life. We ask your blessing upon your saints and upon all our loved ones departed. We pray for our Sovereign Lord, the King and the Royal Family, that you might reassure them of your continuing love and lift them from the depths of grief into the peace and light of your presence. 
God of mercy, entrusting into your hands all that you have made and rejoicing in our communion with all your faithful people, we make our prayers through Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. So we say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Father in heaven, whose church on earth is a sign of your heavenly peace, an image of the new and eternal Jerusalem, grant to us in the days of our pilgrimage that fed with the living bread of heaven and united in the body of your Son, we may be the temple of your presence, the place of your glory on earth and a sign of your peace in the world, through Jesus Christ our Lord. God, grant the living grace, to the departed rest, to the Church, the King, the Commonwealth and all humankind, peace and concord, and to us and all his servants, life everlasting. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast, Worship at Home. If you would like to receive weekly links to my podcasts by email, please do get in touch through the Anchor podcast website or at revlucylun at btinternet.com. Goodbye.